Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today you're joined by O-Face team members, Christy hey. and Bree. Hey. So um, today we're going to talk about um, WrestleMania um, being at the Performance Center for the first time in history, and also for the first time in history, it will be in front of a zero crowd arena, which is just mind-boggling never did we ever think that we were ever going to witness you know any pay-per-view especially wrestlemania in front of you know no one and there's just been a lot of like heat on wwe on social media a lot of people are complaining you know about this they should have just canceled or postponed so um, we're just gonna give everyone you know our thoughts on you know this whole situation so um we'll start with uh you Bree. so what's your opinion on everything that's going on with wrestlemania okay so um, my thoughts are all over the place so i'm not going to really go into too much detail about you know the history of everything um but coronavirus is a real thing uh no one could have predicted or forecasted this at least here on the ground level of earth um and regardless of whether or not anyone believes how or if we could have been better prepared, though I 100% believe there were more our leadership could have done to prevent all this. We're here now. Now people are suffering in some kind of way, shape, or form, whether it's physically, mentally, what with the stress, and um, financially. And this is all affecting us on different levels. This is affecting us be, um, globally and this means something different uh with, with performers versus non-performers like us um for performers um it, it's possible they are fighting a real internal battle morally about this um between you know how do i continue to be a performer how do i continue to be a wrestler um you know i'm sasha banks i am naomi i am becky lynch how do I continue to be a performer in the midst of all this and be the escape and be part of the escape for those looking to me to provide relief from the constant media, the constant negatives and uncertain futures without also not coming across as being insensitive or acting like, oh, you know, everything's fine. We're fine. Look at me. Look at what I'm doing. Um, when it's possible that they have fans that in loved ones uh, who ha fans that have loved ones suffering from what's going on. Um, and, you know, performers, wrestlers, no different. WWE is definitely not exempt from the financial hurt. I'm sure. I mean, what, it was like 80,000 people that were um, noted forecasted to be at WrestleMania. That's not a, it's not a small amount of people. Um, now, this is a big event. This is, this is like one of the pinnacles of sports entertainment. So WWE is not exempt. They've had to make a pretty hard decision. I'm sure it was hard. It was something that they wanted to fight for um, till the very end about it. And um, they had to move to the Performance Center. I, I really don't know how to feel about it um, in terms of how they – handled it from the beginning what they're doing right now um and it's really not about the wrestlers personally i think it's really about how how management's hand, handling it um people are upset rightfully so 
uh, because people paid money for this. Um, people want to see a huge arena. People want to see people being happy and excited. And, and this WrestleMania, all these big events, the WWE, they hinge off of having a crowd. So the question's coming up, and rightfully so. Like, should should this have should should we have canceled WrestleMania? Should we have postponed it? Who's to say? I mean. We're walking a really fine line between what can be done to continue the ideology that WrestleMania is like the best and biggest show in the business, and how how do we continue to continue that and continue that thought process within the minds of the collective um, instead of this WrestleMania just being like the WrestleMania that was ruined by coronavirus. Thoughts? What do you think? Well, honestly, like it is, like it, no doubt about it, was definitely a tough decision for WWE to make because, like you had mentioned, you know, like eighty, you know, eighty thousand people, you know, were supposed to attend this, and and we all know that those WrestleMania tickets aren't cheap, so that's a uh, you know a couple million in losses right there. And um, I will say this, and this is a comment that Stephanie had mentioned, you know, about Saudi Arabia, just like that. He, she had mentioned that like that Saudi Arabia check is looking pretty good right now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, WWE makes business decisions like that, and you know, for reasons like this, because you never know when something can happen that could really, you know, take a toll on the business. I mean, we're seeing businesses all over the, you know, the world right now taking a loss because of this, and like them still, you know, going on with the show and having WrestleMania at the Performance Center. Um, it's still risky because obviously like that still gives, you know, the wrestler exposure to yeah. potentially, you know, getting sick. Hopefully none of them do. I'm sure that WWE's taking all the precautions as possible. They're, you know, testing all the wrestlers, you know, they're not going to let anyone perform or even, you know, like the cameraman out there without being tested first. I'll say that. Right. But I will say like WrestleMania, like being canceled in its entirety. Oh, just, just imagine like, whole year well actually it it would technically be like two years without wrestlemania if you really think about it like that's a very long time you know without wrestlemania and you know like you had mentioned you know they hinge on having a crowd and that's what kind of like gives it the moment like you know how can you know or you know a wrestler have a wrestlemania moment with you know silence you know all around it would just it's just gonna be awkward it's gonna take it will definitely take away from the show and the moments especially like you know like I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan. I know you are as well. Um, Bray Wyatt, you know, potentially going over John Cena is going to be a big deal. Assuming that happens, and how big of it, how like important will it feel? You know, no crowd there. Um, It's it's going to be different. Um, I'm definitely interested in the idea of you know how they're going to present things. I'm sure they're going to try to get creative, which does have me interested in the show. I just want to see, like, all the different things they do. Um, As far as postponing it, a lot of fans are more so, you know, saying that it should have been postponed. But I will say this, and you mentioned the two, like, 80,000 people, that's hard to postpone such a large event. This isn't, you know, like a 15, 20,000, you know, crowd arena. This is, you know, these are big stadiums. Now, they could postpone it in a smaller arena, uh, arena. But, you know, regardless, like, you're postponing storylines then. That's just going to make things kind of awkward. Um, they would 
probably have to postpone it to June because as right now, I don't think they have any advertised pay-per-views. But then you, because you have to think about the storylines too, like Money in the Bank is in May. Mm-hmm. Assuming, you know, that doesn't get affected with the coronavirus, you get to think like that they're going to have to change so many storylines, you know, right now that just to keep the feuds that are for WrestleMania still going. So it would just be just hectic backstage. I would just have to imagine if you have to either you know, like postpone feuds or figure out other creative ways to like keep them going. And, you know, right now I just feel like at, at least from storyline wise, it just makes sense just to kind of keep everything going so you could have all your long-term plans set in stone. So what could happen at WrestleMania could have a, you know, an effect on what they could be doing at Money in the Bank, SummerSlam and all those other pay-per-views. But then the, the most important thing is we don't know how long this coronavirus thing is going to last it could last up until the summertime. So you can't really postpone something when you don't know when, you know, the situation is going to, you know, when everything's going to go back to normal. So it's just, it's a really tough decision. So I think them having at the performance center, it's safe. Like I said, they're going to take all the, you know, proper precautions and it's going to be weird. It's going to be different, but you know, I'm as a fan, I'm grateful that all the performers are still doing what they're doing in order to entertain us, in order to keep our sanity, because a lot of people can't even really work. Some places their jobs are closed down or they're working from home. This is still giving us fans, you know, something to look forward to. And if there was no WrestleMania with everything that's going on, can you just imagine what life is gonna be like, you know, just the one thing that we all really look forward to being canceled. We can't go out and do things. It would just be crazy. So I think this is them still wanting to satisfy us fans. Right. What about you, Christy? Um, I think WWE is doing the best that they can to, I think they're doing the best that they can given the situation that they have. Um, at first, when I heard that, you know, WrestleMania was not going to be in front of an audience, my first thought was, okay, well, they either, they need to move it, you know what I mean? Like, there, there's just no way. Um, but then, you know, you kind of have to think about, well, you can't really postpone it because, like JT said, Money in the Bank is in May. And you can't, you can't push it right before Money in the Bank, and then you can't push it after because that's, again, like JT said, it's going to mess up storylines. You know what I mean? So if I feel like if they would postpone WrestleMania, they would have to push Money in the Bank back and kind of everything after that, like a domino effect for things to continue on the level that they are. Uh, my biggest concern going into WrestleMania, not in front of an audience, is the superstars. Um, You know, you have a lot of first-timers that it's their first WrestleMania. You have Rhea Ripley, you have Shayna Baszler fighting for the Raw Women's Championship, and can you imagine that being your first and biggest moment of your career at that point, and not being in front of an audience, not getting that reaction, like that, it's going to be heartbreaking, you know, and it's like, I feel so bad, because I know the superstars are, you know, I know they're going to do their best to put on the show that everybody deserves, but I still feel like it's just not going to be the same, not, it not being in front of an audience, um, 
but I feel like they're doing the right thing. Again, I feel like they're just working with what they have. Um, and, you know, they're, they're just going to do the best that they can. And I mean, at this point, what can you really do? You know, we're, what, a week away? It's, I mean, today's Thursday, it's next Saturday and Sunday. Um, you know, there's not really much they can do now at this point. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. I think, um, you know, you both pretty much hit the nail on the head. They're, given the situation, they did what they thought was right. And um, who are we to, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. I, I, I always try to keep that in mind when I'm looking at decisions that companies make, wrestling or otherwise, and I'm thinking, you know, why are they doing this? But we're we're not back there having those conversations and in in the late night meetings and the and all all of those talks and things that go on behind the scenes for them to even had to even get them to the performing center or performance center. I'm sure there's work and stuff that has to be done. So I mean, either way you go about it, it's a lot of work for them. I'm sure it's a lot of headache for for them as it is for us to know that you know people can't can't travel and go see them um but at the same time also remember uh this also i think i think vince was probably one of the few people of a company that i noticed really held on until that last moment before they before florida was like we're gonna shut you down down if you don't cancel so you can give him props for at least you know seeing how where things are going to go um 80 000 people going to show up at an arena for your event i mean you would want to hold out you would want to at least not throw in the towel from from day one i can understand that that argument of like there's so much at stake so. Yeah, because, like, the thing is, like you mentioned, you know, that's a lot of money that's, you know, you know, being lost because of them postponing. And at the time, before they officially made the decision to switch it to the Performance Center, we still didn't really know how bad it was going to get. Like, it was still kind of, you know, the whole situation was still, like, slowly escalating. And you just really didn't know. And, you know... So, like, you know, so many people make travel plans and all that kind of stuff, too. So, it's like you don't want to cancel on them and then, you know, things kind of get better. But, obviously, it got worse and it got to the point where they had to, you know, um, cancel and, you know, move it to the Performance Center. Um, And I do want to mention, too, I don't want to sound, like, insensitive. I know I mentioned, oh, storylines. They can't mess up the storylines. Um. Obviously, the the health and safety of the wrestlers and, you know, everyone who works backstage and all is more important than the storyline. Um, I just – and I do know, too, that they're not forcing any wrestlers and saying, oh, you have to be at WrestleMania. I know some wrestlers, you know, will not be performing. Oh, Carmella is one of them. Supposedly, she's, you know, quarantined, and right now she's not, you know, putting herself at risk. So that's an example right there. Um so it's that are not being, hey, we're still, you know, doing sure everyone who's doing it is doing it because they want to. And, you know, like I mentioned, I'm sure they're being as cautious about the situation as possible. 
it's it's you know it, it's just like i said these performers definitely deserve you know all the credit in the world and you know like you mentioned it like christy mentioned it sucks like it like at that movie like edge retired and was out for almost a decade now he's gonna come back his first singles match is gonna be in front of no one right. it's just like stuff like that's sad um but one, you know, the next thing I want to mention too, like we were talking about like how this is an empty arena in WrestleMania. It's also going to be pre-recorded, which is going to be really weird. And it's going to open up the doors for potential spoilers. But the one thing that a lot of people aren't really thinking about, they think, oh, pre-recorded spoilers. Because every time something's recorded, there's always spoilers. But guess what? There's no fans in the arena to spoil. That's nine times out of 10 how we get the spoilers. Fans at the recordings will take pictures and videos or tweets, you know, post them on social media. The only people that can really spoil this is either the performers, which I know they won't, or or backstage. And you know, that's what people are saying. You know, there's always, you know, in in, in people who have inside sources and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know how much of that stuff will get out. Hopefully, little. Um, just like most fans, I don't really want to be spoiled. Um, I do find myself like sometimes looking, you know, up spoilers like when Raw is like being pre-taped in the UK and it's, you know, sometimes I look up that stuff. But for WrestleMania, it's kind of like that's the one event I don't want to be spoiled. You know, um, Christy, of all people, knows how much that sucks. (laughs) When the network first came out, you know, a few years ago, (laughs) it had all the buffering issues and then we ended up getting put back or like five minutes and we found that the undertaker street ended before we got <laughs> to it that kind of sucked. but uh so yeah what's your opinion on it being uh pre-recorded oh i don't really know like okay so i think i mentioned this before about the pre-recording um is that it, it's gonna kind of take away a little bit of that element of um rolling with the punches they're they're taking this f- by them pre-recording it, I feel personally that they're going to leave little room for error. They're going to leave little room for anything to go wrong. And not necessarily that's a bad thing. We all know this is not new that Vincent Mann and WWE, NXT, Raw, SmackDown, it's all very, very much rehearsed and, and, and things are rehearsed beforehand. Uh, things are heavily scripted fine i think that for me personally to see a production go on live when something like this hasn't been done before it would be really interesting to me to see kind of how they handle the next couple of seconds later where it's like this is something i don't think they've really done before but by them pre-recording it they are going to do what they can to make it seem like, you know, show must go on and nothing's really changed. And, you know, we've built this world where kayfabe exists and nothing can can burst this bubble. Um, and I think, and that really doesn't have anything to do really with the wrestling, but more of just how anything could happen live. When you pre-record something, if something was to to have a mishap, um, you can just edit that out. Um, I can't really think of an of a really good example in terms of like how that would go down in this situation, but um, 
I guess it would have just been cool to see how they handled that. I guess you could still see that when we get what we get in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I think, you know, by them pre-recording things, they may be able to kind of um, work around this crowdless issue um, more in, in, you know, zoomed in faces and zoomed in spots and and I don't know. I think it really didn't have, it really didn't occur to me that they were going to pre-record it. I thought it was kind of going to be live, but um, I guess it makes sense to pre-record something like this. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it gives them an opportunity to, like, really, like, make the show as best as possible because, you know, there may be some errors or maybe some things they want to edit out. You know, that's, that's the benefit of recording. You can edit things out and all that. I think it's more of a precautionary thing, too, because I do know that they're supposed to be, like, you know, recording, you know, Raw and SmackDown and NXT. And I think it's one of those they're trying to get some episodes recorded so then they can send, like, the superstars home and so they can quarantine as well versus making them travel and all this stuff, you know, throughout the next couple of weeks. So I think it's just like, hey, let's record. Let's get all these episodes in. Let's send everyone home and, you know, let this thing blow over kind of situation. Um, which obviously makes sense, you know, because we don't know if this whole situation is going to get worse within the next, you know, week or two. I mean, it's really hard to tell. You would think that it would get better with all with all these businesses shutting down and all this kind of stuff, but people are still going mm-hmm. out in public and finding ways to get exposure. And, you know, so it's it's just them being, you know, just cautionary, in my opinion. Um it, it's going to be interesting with the whole spoiler factor. Hopefully none of these leak, but I'm sure it will find some way to get online, um, which is going to suck for, you know, the fans who really just don't want the spoilers. Mm-hmm. I know I could easily say just don't get on social media, but that's, you know, very tough to do nowadays, you know? So, um, so Twitter's where we all like, con- that's where we all hang out, right? It's like, it's like can't really get away from it. Exactly. Like, if you stay off of social media, you don't get to talk to your friends. It's kind of like, you know, not going out to the mall to hang out with your buddies and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, I mean, that's just, that's the world we live in. That's this generation, like social media, like we didn't have that, you know, growing up, you know, other than, you know, in high school with MySpace. But like, you know, this is like life now. This, you know, having online friends is like a real thing. And it's, it's hard to stay off, but then it's hard to also mute the spoilers and all that. So that's going to be a pretty big challenge for all of us. So what's your opinion on, you know, everything being recorded, Christy? I'm fine with it. Um, I mean, I feel like they're doing what they have to do. And, you know, I'm not really worried about spoilers because obviously there's not going to be anybody there to spoil it. Um, Except for if, it's a superstar themselves or somebody backstage um but i also feel like the undertaker who doesn't tweet at all will get on my watch jay styles um no i i feel like whoever is going to be working there because it's not going to be a lot of people you know it's going to be the minimum people that they can have there um you know with all the precautions you know, that are in place right now. Um, so I feel like they're, you know, they might make 
them sign a contract or something stating, you know, you won't leak anything, no pictures, nothing like that. So um, I'm not really worried about the spoilers. I, I personally like seeing stuff live, um, you know, because like you both were saying, with editing, it's easy to edit out the bad stuff. It's easy or to add in stuff too. That too, right. to make it perfect. But at the same time, you know, it's, to me, perfect is something that's imperfect. Um, you know, seeing, you know, a botch here and there, you know, somebody messing up on the mic, you know, it, it, it is what it is. You know, it's what makes wrestling wrestling. To me, it shouldn't be perfect. Um, so that's, I mean, my take on it, um, you know, obviously I would prefer to watch it live, but I don't really care that it's recorded as well, so. Yeah, it's not the hill to die on, right? Like, if it's, if it's, if it's not live, it's not like you won't not, like, it's not like you wouldn't watch it, you know, like, I'll still watch it, even though I would like to see it live, like you mentioned, um. You just have to see. I mean, this is all just speculation of shoulda, coulda, woulda, and, you know, we're just kind of, hopefully there won't be any spoilers, because um, like you mentioned, NDAs are real, and um, there are really big consequences if you were to break an NDA. So, you know, WWE can 100% go to every single one of their people that were going to be there that day or knew about um, ideas with creative and say, you know, you need to sign this paper that says that you won't go on social media, you won't go to Dave Meltzer, you won't go to, like, Jim Cornette and be like, guess what I found out about fucking WrestleMania, and then it leaks out. Like, people have gotten in the, into trouble for that, and, uh, you know, and jail time's a real thing for that. So, I mean, if 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 they really knew that this was going to be, like, the WrestleMania, the beat all WrestleManias, um, that is definitely a thing that they could do. Um but what do you, do you guys think there in, there is any benefits uh, for WWE to have their biggest event at the Performance Center? I know we've talked a lot about, and not to say that we've been gloomy, but it's been kind of more, um, you know, here, here's what we think is going to happen. It's really sad this is happening, but, like, maybe there's a bright side to it. Are there any, like, benefits to this <laughs> they're definitely making history with, with yeah I guess that's um, one right yeah um I mean there's always a first time for everything and you know like I mentioned earlier they're doing the best they can with a really shitty situation whoa I'm fixing the light. Pardon <laughs> that. <It's> okay. <laughs> anyway <laughs> um you know, I feel like a lot of people are very quick to judge and doubt with what's going on, but I'm interested into seeing how this is all going to play out. You know, I mean, for all we know, this could be the best WrestleMania in history that, you know, any of us have ever seen. Who knows? Um, or it could very well be the opposite and be the worst, and it could be a complete fail. I don't know. Um, I'm definitely interested to see what happens, and I hope for the best. That's all I can say, and, um, you know. And me, um, yeah. I, it, it's different, and I like that. I like when WWE does, like, you know, different things. I mean, obviously, they were forced to do this versus them just trying to be creative, but 
it will force them to be creative and you know to try you know to try to make up for you know there being no crowd um i you know like i i haven't i didn't watch aew last night i'm gonna try to watch tomorrow but i watched you know like last week's episode and it was really good like the way they um just didn't presented their show without no crowd like having wrestlers in the crowd i know jericho was on the commentary at point like they did all these different things to still make the show fun like um, matt hardy being like up in the empty stands like doing his weird laughing and all like they were able to really get creative and i know wwe kind of took a page out of their book with the camera angles apparently on raw i didn't watch raw um but I heard that they, you know, they did something different with the camera angles. Maybe they'll do that at WrestleMania as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's gonna force them to do some something different. And like Christy mentioned, I don't, I don't want to go as far as say the best WrestleMania ever, but I think it could be the, you most, never know. the most interesting WrestleMania you never know. ever. I mean, it still could be a really good one that people talk about. It could be a very memorable WrestleMania. Well, it's gonna be memorable regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I mean, it's sitting in one of the one of the most uncertain times of like at least our generation, all, like the three of us. Like we've never been into really something like this. I mean, we had things like, uh, yeah, like Ebola and SARS and such. Like that was like super far back in two thousands. But it's something at this level where everyone's had to be quarantined and people need to take this seriously. Um, yeah, it's gonna really show. Um, it's really going to show who's creative and who's going to be creative. And I think the good thing about we, we have AEW. I love AEW. I love WWE. Um, but their competition has definitely um, pushed both of them to, to, to try new things and do things differently. Cause I do personally, I, I remember that raw where they were doing more with the camera angles. I don't think they would have done that had, had there not been another, promotion out there that was doing something similar doing something and seeing how many people enjoyed it um so to your point yeah i I think um at the end of the day you're really gonna find out who is creative and who who can take this um you know rock and turn it into a diamond um i guess in terms of my thoughts about you know the benefits of WWE being at the Performance Center uh, really don't have much to do with WrestleMania itself, but I think one of the reasons is um, people's health should be number one. It should be number one priority for every company. I know that you know my company when this kind of all went down, the first thing we got from our CEO was just like, "Look, we we need you guys to take care of yourselves. Like people first. In the sense that, like, if you don't have good people, you're not taking care of your people, what is your company? You know what I mean? And I think with WWE, I guess regardless of the hesitation to at first cancel or do anything to begin with, um, they grasped, they, they did grasp that at, at some point. And I think that may mean a lot to fans like us who have a connection with many wrestlers uh, with the brand and want them to be safe and we want to see them on TV. Um, If they get sick or they're hurt, we don't see them for a while. We want to know why and we want to know what. It means a lot to fans like us that they, um, these bigger companies are taking care of their employees and you know, this is serious. If we have too many, you know, who, who's to say a wrestler is not going to come out tomorrow and say, you know, I have Corona. And that could be someone's favorite wrestler because WWE didn't take the precautions to do what they need to do to cancel shows or make things like crowdless. 
Um, I think crowdless shows, this could also be another, going back to my like creativity point, um, crowdless shows on many levels will create uh, a lot of disadvantages and difficulties on air. Even though this pandemic is kind of remaking what performance and entertainment is, it's that lack of energy is going to affect performers. Um, it will definitely, at the end of the day, um, frankly, show who can act and who basically just acts on a crowd. And, like, you need both. But, you know, Edge's last promo on Raw, I think it was, like, the 16th, that was something that he did with no crowd, and it was probably one of the best promos that I've seen ever. I don't think there is a lot of people, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of people that could do what Edge did on the 16th. Like, that was a really good promo. He did not have any crowds behind him. There was no, like, the signs, the pops, the boos, right? But he was able to get across really good points, really build that fire for his match coming up. It really was like, I, you know, I really want to watch WrestleMania, if not for just to see what's happening with this crowdless performance, but just to see, like, what happens at the end of this Edge versus Orton thing. And at the end of the day, it's clear to see who's who. You know, he had something unreal, that charisma, plus the storytelling. You know, it needs to be cranked up to a 12 with no crowd. And it's going to, without crowds, again, that, going back to my other point about, you know, the signs and the booze and the whatnot, it's going to remove this aura of community. Last WrestleMania, think about what we saw outside of the ring along with inside the ring. The signs, you get to see everyone's signs, you get to see the pops, you get to see the booze, but it established this community on Twitter. We got together. We got to see whose first time it was going to a WrestleMania show, um, you know, and, and be happy for people having that experience. Um, the memes that came from people's faces, like when people lost or when someone won, I mean, they transcended wrestling. People use them who've never seen WrestleMania before or not even WrestleMania, like big shows. Um, we're losing that this year. And I, you know, it's, it's sad, but like, I, I think this, I think this is an opportunity for WWE to prove to us that, like, you know, show must go on. We don't have the signs. We don't have the people. We don't have the memes. We don't have the lights. We don't have, like, the, the shots of millions of people um, screaming. Is WrestleMania still WrestleMania without all that? Is, are we what makes wrestling and WrestleMania? And if it is... Um, you know, there's a bigger question to be asked, right? Like, what is wrestling without without us? Can can this exist without a crowd? We're going to be removing the aspect of, you know, the what ifs with reactions to the matches. So, someone on Twitter mentioned like, we're not going to be able to know if like um, people really hated the Goldberg versus Roman match. I'm sure some people do, some people don't, but it's a moot point to really say. Someone's going to boo it or someone's going to love it. We're never going to know if Roman's going to get the same reaction in a few weeks like he did in 2015 when everyone hated him, um, if they will boo Goldberg. You can't fall flat or get a career-changing pop with no crowd. So. That is very true. Um, I didn't really think about that. Um, 
Now, I, I feel like two and two go together, though. I feel like the crowd and the wrestlers and the, you know, the, the moments go together what make WrestleMania. I don't want to say it's just the crowd or I don't want to say it's just the wrestlers. I think it's them both together, like, you know, mm-hmm. like peanut butter and jelly. But, um, yeah, that's going to be very true because, like, I think part of the reason why they did what they did with Bray Wyatt and Goldberg was because obviously we knew Roman Reigns was going to eventually get back into the world title picture. Um, him going over Goldberg versus Bray Wyatt is going to get him a better reaction. I don't, you know, a lot of fans that we've seen on social media, they weren't happy about Goldberg, you know, a 53-year-old going over Bray Wyatt. So... I think this I was, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of it either. I think it, this is WWE's way of you know trying to get Roman over. So who's to know if Roman was going to get that pop or not? We 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 don't know. But um, one fun fact I do want to mention um, because we were talking about you know, them editing things out with it being recorded back prior to SmackDown, you know, going live on you know which is now on Fridays but at the time it was Tuesdays apparently they used to edit out the booze when Roman Reigns came out which was a benefit of the recording but I'm just wondering if they might get a little silly with it and and add you know like crowd noises during the matches just to kind of give us that feel like you can add cheers and booze but obviously it still won't be the same because we know that's who WWE wants us to cheer and who you know we want them to boo and all that kind of stuff it's just, yeah, we're not going to get those moments, you know. We're not going to, if there's going to be any heel turns or, and, and that's the thing is, will WWE not do some of the things that they were going to do? Like, when it comes to heel turns and stuff like that, because, like, I know it was it like, two WrestleManias ago when Nakamura turned heel and, you know, AJ Styles, that had a big, you know, reaction from the crowd. Like, are they going to hold off on some of those moments for, you know, later pay-per-views or, you know, when just Raw or SmackDown, you get a crowd. So I think this definitely will change, you know, some of the things that they were going to do. But, um, yeah, it's my opinion on that. Well, I kind of worry, though, because if if they remove some of that, those heel turns and those – those moments for when all of this blows over then what is wrestlemania you know what i mean like if if you just if you take away kind of like all that's supposed to go into wrestlemania to make it wrestlemania to um accommodate for the situation that's going on i worry that like did it just kind of becomes a meh wrestlemania I think at the end of the day, that's what it's going to be. Honestly, I mean, they're doing what they're what they can do, and you you want to save some of these moments for when you actually can get a crowd reaction. Honestly, because we're already losing, you know, a lot. So it's like you might as well hold off on some of your big things. Kind of like with AEW, they held off on the was a blood and guts event that they were going to do, just because obviously they rather you know save what the, whatever they had planned for, you know, a live crowd. So I think that WWE, I mean, they're just probably just going to play it safe, do the matches, do what they were going to do, and just hold off on some of the bigger moments. I mean, like, you know, like last year, for example, John Cena came out at WrestleMania as, like, Bung Namas, like, stuff like that, you know, that I don't know if they'll do anything that would have been a big crowd pop, you know, kind of thing. They might just hold off. But then again, they still might just go all out and do exactly what they were going to do. We really don't know. We just have have to wait and see. They might still do big things like that just because, you know, people might be expecting, oh, they're not going to do this because there's no crowd for a crowd reaction. So they might still 
do it to do it and still, you know, completely just go with what they initially planned to do. But then the other thing is about the whole crowd reactions is WWE creative, they feed off of the crowd reactions, you know, and they, they've always said, I've seen in interviews, you know, if a wrestler is getting cheered, that's great. If they're getting booed, that's great. It's when there's no reaction. That's when it's like, okay, this, you know, this isn't interesting to the crowd, but there is no crowd. So, you know, they're not going to be able to feed off of the audience and the crowd on, okay, are people liking this? Are they not liking this? So they they might switch up some things because they're not going to be able to tell, Um, you know, and again, like, I'm just, it's just going to be really sad if there are big moments that there is not going to be a reaction, you know, like I mentioned, you know, what happens if, Shayna does beat Becky for the title. That is going to be a huge moment. A huge moment. And silent. A moment that will make us happy. Hey. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, that is going to be a big moment. And it is it is just going to be weird. Um, it's going to be awkward. And it's going to be sad that, you know, there's there's it's 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 going to be silent i mean you're going to have there's going to be like a big return too i'm a big ember fan what if she came out and returned like and returned to like a dead you know silent Mm -mm. i hate it no she needs to come back to a crowd i'm sorry but like it's going to be interesting that's that's what it comes down to it is definitely going to be interesting it's gonna be interesting. Well, I had two questions because I just like thought about it. But um, two questions actually. One for NXT: Like, do you think we could see some additions to WrestleMania with NXT? Since like there was no takeover, it's not gonna be a takeover. Um, and I do think without takeover, that may have hurt it. That um, they may. Sorry, that may have hurt that continuous momentum for NXT um, because Takeover is kind of like their their brand thing, you know. It's, I thought Takeover was supposed to be this upcoming Wednesday, or am I wrong? Um, it was actually I looked up the day. I do know it was supposed to be in Tampa, so I I was under the impression that it was around the time of WrestleMania, which makes sense. Um. And I hope that does get rescheduled, but, like, would it benefit them to be part of WrestleMania this year? I think it and, I mean, obviously, we have, you know, Rhea Ripley from NXT. She's going to be competing against Charlotte Flair. I was hoping that Bianca was going to get added to that match. Still could happen, but I don't know. It would be cool if they, you know, added an NXT match because they've been adding some random matches lately. Like, I think it was, like, the Street Profits versus – um. One that um, uh, Andrade and someone, or was that a different match? There was two random matches that were just kind of like thrown together, and it just it didn't feel right for a WrestleMania. But apparently, like part of it had to do with you know some of the performers not wrestling because of the coronavirus. Not be yeah, oh. not being able to be there. So I think what you were mentioning about um, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel random match unless i've missed something and i didn't see the story that led up to that that like just needs to be at wrestlemania 
Yeah, like the thing with me is I, I tend to miss most of Raw's just because of work schedule, so I don't know how much of a storyline there is there and what's going on with that. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I must have missed something because that's, that's the one match I really don't understand to some degree. And another question was the theme of WrestleMania. So if you guys see, I'm sure you guys see the, the commercials for it all the time. Um, you know, it's a pirate theme. It's, you know, the boat and whatever. It's in Florida, so that makes sense. You think that um, we all know what the performance center looks like. Would they be able to do more with the theme of the show? Because probably that last be- time I saw it, it was like the pirate nautical theme. But it, then I have a feeling it's at the performance center. Like it will kind of take me out of the theme if it's just the performance center. You think that they will like amp up the decor or give you know change the walkway, update the yeah. ring. 100%. For yeah. WrestleMania, absolutely. Um, I definitely cannot see them, you know, having WrestleMania just in the Performance Center like they've been doing Raw and SmackDown. Um, no, I definitely think they're going to do whatever they can, especially given the circumstances with everything. Um, I definitely think that they're going to go above and beyond as much as they can for this year, um, especially to make it up you know, to all the fans, especially all the people that had tickets to be there and, you know, can't be there. So I definitely think they're going to really do what they can to go above and beyond as much as they can for everybody. Right. To your point, Christy, yeah, they, I mean, they need some real pomp and circumstance to really remind us that, like, remind us at home this is still the biggest night in sports entertainment, and it has been for years. I mean, it's just what it is. And it's reaching their biggest hurdle given given, you know, just the events of today. Yeah. And I know like back in the day before they, you know, got really fancy with like graphics and all with, you know, stuff like they used to have like a lot of props and all for like special theme pay per view. So hopefully they do something like maybe have like a pirate boat there or something like that. That'd I'm sure cool. they'll have some really cool props and they'll do a lot of digital stuff as well, just to kinda make it look as nice as possible um i mean yeah they're definitely i I can't imagine them not giving us like a pirate theme you know or something like that because i mean who doesn't like pirates so (laughs) (laughs) so you think there may be more demand for seeing this pay-per-view because they're um you think like the demand will be higher than normal given what uh two reasons one because crowdless arenas but two um you know there's that rumor, and I'm not. I think this is now uh, more becoming a fact than fiction. But this may be like one of the last pay-per-views, or at least WrestleMania, that's going to be on the, um, the app now because of all the ESPN Plus thing going on. So possible demand being higher. You think? Yeah, I definitely think they just WWE in general and the superstars have a lot of pressure on them right now for this pay-per-view um you know not only is it wwe's biggest pay-per-view you know ever of the year for them um you know again just with everything going on you know i'm sure a lot of the superstars that were planning to be at wrestlemania are no longer going to be there um jt mentioned carmella was one of them um i think ray mysterio is another one too okay 
Um, so, you know, it's like I said, you know, they're, they're, they're doing the best that they can given the circumstances. Um, you know, this, this is a really shitty time right now. A lot of stuff has just been ruined this month. Um, especially with, you know, events and wrestling in general and, you know, they're taking what they have and they're running with it. You know, they're trying to make the best that they can and, you know, they're trying to do what they can to please everybody. Not everybody is going to be pleased. You're still going to have people that are going to complain about something. You're still going to have people that are going to whine about something and, you know, it's normal. It is what it is, but you know, I give props to WWE for still, cause they could have very easily been like, well, all right, no WrestleMania this year. How about that then? But they're not, you know, they're still doing what they can to give us what we want and to entertain us, which is, (laughs) 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 Um, so, you know, but I definitely do think they have a lot of pressure on them because they're being judged very harshly right now with everything. Um, So... One thing I want to mention, too, like you mentioned, like the demand of this WrestleMania, I think it's going to be very high, not just because it could be potentially the last pay-per-view that we get on the network, but considering the situation with the coronavirus, a lot of people can't leave their house, so they're looking for entertainment, and like, if you're a basketball fan, like, was it canceled or just postponed? Canceled. Canceled, yeah, so Mm -hmm. it's like, you don't have basketball, football's not going on right now, baseball's not going on right now, people want something to do. Obviously, if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to watch WrestleMania. But if you're someone who used to be a fan, usually WrestleMania draws, you know, former fans anyway. But with everything going on, you're going to be more intrigued and want to watch this, you know. And they got a lot of legends and, you know, part-timers at this event. Lesnar, Cena, Edge, Orton, Undertaker, Goldberg. Like, they got a lot of, you know, people from the past that are going to draw the attention, you know, from, you know, former fans. So, I think this could potentially be the most highest watched WrestleMania of all time if you really care about all the circumstances and everything going on. So it's it's going to be watching. Plus, at the same time, a lot of people are going to be interested in to see how they present the show as well. So it's it's going to be a lot of eyeballs on this, even though they're not going to be live watching it. So. Yeah, so... And then the last and final thing I wanted to bring up about WrestleMania, um, it's going to be throughout two days, Saturday and Sunday. So hopefully, because typically WrestleMania is like a seven-hour long event. <laughs> I'm hoping both days aren't seven hours. <laughs> terrible. A nice quality three to four hour show each night so yeah. I mean, what do you all think about wrestlemania going over two nights and especially i want to bring up the fact that typically every year for wrestlemania christy and i go all out we go out and buy all the shrimp and man eggs, we can't be doing that two pizza, nights in a row beer. do we really want to are people gonna go all out two days in a row you know? That's just i mean we can, oh, we can but actually no, I'm going to go out 85%, not the whole way. Not for two nights. Like you said, shrimp is expensive. I feel like if they're if I feel like they're having WrestleMania over two nights for a reason. I feel like they're going to put more effort into the matches or at least I hope so, which is why they're doing it over two nights. Um also they might just be doing it over two nights, so not a, a lot of people are in the arena at the same time. That could very well just be it too. But 
Yeah, because yeah, that makes sense because they don't have to have. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna do a recording, but if you had like hypothetically, if this was one night and it was live, you have all those wrestlers backstage mm-hmm. and all that. Because they you can't do that. Traditionally, WWE likes to get as many people on the card as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and with you know the circumstance, they're not doing those battle royal matches that they you know typically do. So yeah, I think it's kind of spreading things out a little bit more. Yeah, and I hope that if they if that is the case, you know, like you said, I I'm hoping both nights are gonna be seven hours each. Um, but you know, I, I just hope that if it is going to be a bit shorter for each night, um, or even if it is like a little bit longer and they only have a few matches each night, I just hope they at least put a little bit more effort into the matches and, you know, maybe have some surprises that, you know, that we're not expecting. Um, I know Sasha made a post on Twitter saying that, you know, they're going to do everything they can to give us the best show, you know, possible. So um, that's my only thought and hope is that, you know, they're, they're really gonna, really, really, really gonna put, not say that they don't anyway, but, you know, again, just kind of really go above and beyond to make this WrestleMania, given the, cer- you know, all the circumstances, make this WrestleMania, you know, a really great show. Right, right. I think um, this can be very different because, or yeah, very different because two nights. I mean, that's one. I don't think we've done that before. I don't think WWE has done that before. Um, and it's gonna kind of change the. It's gonna shift everyone's kind of night nights now. Um, and I think at one point, um, I had thought about it. I was getting ready for this podcast. I was thinking, well. If they have it for two nights, what hypothetically, let's say that they postponed it, could they have like, could it come on later in the year and then we have more matches and we kind of make it a huge Starcade moment where it's like a weekend of matches, a weekend of WrestleMania, and they, they kind of, and, and at that point, we would have the crowd, we would have, you know, all the bells and whistles, and would it been like, hey, we know that we couldn't have had, we didn't have WrestleMania back in April, but here is, you know, the bigger, the you know, here's the biggest wrestle wrestling event of all time, because we're, we've added some more stories, there's more people, you know, it could have been a, literally a full weekend event team would have had more time to prepare, um, Starting out that idea, give them more wrestling, more more stars to see on stage. Maybe put some more people into WrestleMania that we wanted to see, like Carmella, and and you know we would be at a hundred percent. Um, because that was one thing I had to really think about when this happened. Um, you know, when it was shown, it was going to be at the Performance Center. You know, I was thinking, wow, it must be interesting to have like WrestleMania at the Performance Center and you know you have a bunch of people who that's where they used to train and it's two nights of it and I I know that that seems like such a weird concept where we could have two nights at Performance Center we could have two nights later down the road and it would be what we know WrestleMania to be maybe more so than not. Um, I don't have a problem with it being two nights. Um, I definitely can't afford to just like buy all the food and go all out, but I'll do my best. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> I will definitely do my best, but this is the hand we were dealt. 
Um, and I think given everything, I agree with both of you 100%. Um, this is WWE did what they thought was best and best by their people and best by their fans. And um, we'll come back to this, you know, after WrestleMania is over, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, and we can really decide for ourselves was – you know, is this a WrestleMania that's like every other WrestleMania or did they suffer? And maybe we have to eat our words and be like, yeah, I guess they should have postponed. We'll have to see. Time will tell. Time will tell. I will definitely give WWE credit. Usually when things unexpectedly happen, they're usually actually pretty good at like getting creative. Like I know a few years ago when there was that like Ebola thing or Ebola. Ebola. Whatever. Ebola. It is. <laughs> I know. Um, Roman Reigns got it, and Bray Wyatt got it, and they, like, changed up the matches and added Finn Balor to the one versus um, style, or is it, yeah, Finn Balor versus Styles, and they added Kurt Angle as a member of the Shield, and that actually kind of made the show more interesting. Now, obviously, this is a bigger difference than, you know, just two wrestlers missing the card, but... WWE has really surprised us and come through when, you know, unexpected events have happened, so I, I have faith, and... At the end of the day, I'm excited for a show. Um, I'm glad it's still going on. Um, I just hope that, you know, all the wrestlers are safe. And just I hope that it doesn't – there is no backlash. Because like you had mentioned earlier on the episode, if one of the wrestlers, you know, does happen to get in and is because of the fact that they are still, you know, recording and all that kind of stuff, it definitely will have a lot of backlash. Yeah. All right. Yes. Anything that you all else have to add to the, the episode? Nope. No, I really can't think of anything else. I think we really pretty much covered everything. It, it you know, I, and I hope we all have a good, you know, WrestleMania weekend. Um, and I think we're also doing like a, a, you know, we're doing our predictions soon too, right? Yes, Saturday. For the podcast, another podcast coming up soon. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to be very active, you know, in the next, you know, couple days. Yeah. Yeah, so I like it. I um, like it too. Especially with everything going on, it keeps your mind off, you know, what's, you know, all the crazy stuff going on in the world right now. Yeah, it's good to just have a re- have a release, you know, and I think that's where me and uh, my boyfriend kind of disagree. He feels like, you know, we should kind of focus on, you know, recovering from all this. But to, to be fair, I mean, one thing that you do learn in psychology and communication is that so much negative um, information hitting your brain at once, it will age your brain. It's not good for it. You have to have some sort of release that can pull you away from that and it kind of goes back to my point about wrestling wrestlers working with that that internal battle of like should I be a performer and just kind of be that person that um just cares about performing or you know do I address this and actually you know make it known that I care and you can be a performer. It is okay to perform in terrible times. And I don't think people will necessarily hate you for being that release for people. Like WrestleMania is going to be a release. WWE is a release. Doing these podcasts is a release. Like uh, even enjoy- and enjoying AEW. 
um, New Japan, like all of that. Like it's, it keeps my brain away from like one being in the house all day for two weeks and two being able to focus on something else than coronavirus and who may have it and have I touched them? Have I touched them and then what my face and uh, it's a lot to think about. It's good to have a release. It's okay to be a release for someone else and and look for that release online or on TV. Yeah, because that's the thing. Most of us wrestling fans, like, this is our release. Like, this is, you know, how we, like, escape the real world. And for me, it's like being a kid again. I mean, Christy, of all people, knows, like, I still get up and do some of the entrances <laughs> and stuff like that. And sometimes she'll get me on camera. But, like, I don't care. Like, it's 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 me letting my inner child out. It's me, you know, just forgetting about all the issues that, you know, we got going on in the real world. And, I mean, kudos to these performers who are still going out there and doing it because they're not being forced. They don't have to. Just like, I mean m- – most jobs and places that are still operating, I mean, from my knowledge, you know, they're not, the employees are not being forced. At my job, my, you know, it, if you want to stay home and quarantine, they cannot fire you. They cannot write you up. So a lot of businesses out there are make, taking care of their employees, including WWE. So it's, you know, I mean, I'm just grateful that we're still getting this, you know, um, we'll still be able to get on, you know, next weekend and, you know, live tweet during WrestleMania chat with all, all our friends and just enjoy the show. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we have this community and I'm glad that we had this talk. I think it was very important. Yeah, I definitely agree with you too. It's, it's definitely like, it's good getting together and just talking wrestling and having fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Brie, thank you so much for joining us today on the shows. Like you said, it was definitely fun and a nice little release. As always, it's a pleasure. It is very much a pleasure to always be a part of the Open family and do podcasts. And yeah. I'm sure we'll we'll get together soon again. Yes, we will. And everyone who tuned in, thank you, Christy. Oh. Sorry, I'm gonna leave you out. <laughs> All right, well, thank you all for tuning in today at O-Face Wrestling. Hope you all enjoyed this video. Make sure you follow us on all social media, Facebook, um, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, Everything. Everything, yep. Thank you so much again, Bree, for joining us. It was fun as always, and we'll we'll be seeing you soon for our predictions for WrestleMania with you know, most, if not all of the O-Face team. Hopefully everyone can make it. I'm excited. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it.